0: Hey, there we go. We back, we back, we back. What's happening, folks? This is yours truly, Darrell Dixon Jr. You are now tuned in to the I Am Set Apart podcast. It is March 2 2.49 a.m. And I'm a little wired. Um, just came back from my church, working on a mural for those who haven't seen the um, the live, me and my brother did. Um, but this podcast is particularly for baby sis. She uh, requested if I could do a podcast on gifts and talent. And I said, sure, so here I am to deliver. And so I was doing a little bit of research on what the difference was uh, between gifts versus talent and what i found interesting is that talent are things that have been passed down or inherited i guess in the family you know something that you're that you may be particularly good at they have a, a aptitude to uh, excel in more than others something that may uh, exist or have existed in the family for quite some time versus gifts, which are things that uh, God has given you. I'm not sure why this camera is cut off. It's probably because my battery is low, but anyway, yeah, gifts are given to us by God. And so when we think of talent, I don't know, maybe the more typical thing, I guess, uh, amongst athletes would be basketball football um the, you know jump outside the sports arena you, you'll have uh, book smarts I guess um, I don't know musician engineering you know etc etc uh, gifts for those who don't you know, know the Bible or read it like that. Uh, there's a scripture where it says God has given some apostles, prophets, teachers, uh, pastors, and evangelists. Then there are gifts. Um, there are gifts of the Spirit, or gifts, I should say, that the Spirit distributes out as he sees fit so there's the speaking gifts which would be uh let's see i believe it's the word of wisdom the word of knowledge word of insight that you have discerning of spirits discerning of tongues you have exhortation you have the gift of faith uh the gift of helps the gift of um, i believe arts um Those who who, don't know why, what's his name? Bezalel. Bezalel in the Bible. He was the one that was commissioned by God through Moses to construct the tabernacle. He said God gave him an anointing, the spirit, an aptitude to um, excel and be a master at all types of crafts. Uh, When there was Daniel, when he was taken prisoner, him, uh, there their Babylonian names were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but their original names were Penaniah. Uh I don't remember the other two, but what I do know is, out of all the young men in the king's palace, God gave Daniel and these three young men an aptitude for unusual, like, attention and, and just learning all types of subjects like just pretty basically made them the smartest out of the whole kingdom you know just 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 the things that they knew you know and, and were able to digest and so where do I find or see myself in the whole scheme of things so you know I had to do an assessment of myself this is something I probably been asking um, asking myself for about, about a couple years maybe even longer than that like like what are the things that i'm good at because i think everybody has that question at some point in time in their life like what am i put here on this earth to do what am i good at so if we're gonna go the route of talent um i mean i was a fast runner you know i wasn't necessarily a track star but i just the breaks off of you boy we was either racing up the street or playing a game of tag you could not see me uh leave your ankles up the streets but um besides that um, my grandfather and my pops put me in martial arts at an early age I called on to that really quick um and I'm still doing it till this day I still um train just for physical fitness and health um I train my 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 kids too, uh, Faith, Ian, and Hannah. Um, and I love to teach it as well. Uh, what else, what else, what else? Um, I was a break dancer, but I don't know if that counts as a talent. I mean, I was very heavily in the arts. And I uh, heard my dad, he was a really good piano player. He still plays uh, from time to time. I learned how to play little tunes and stuff here and there from him. Um, what else? Uh, sh- 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 Acting, I always love to act. And let me be specific when I talk about acting. Um, My pops used to bring me uh, when I was little. My pops used to bring home. Remember when there was a Palmer video and a blockbuster video? I don't know if y'all know anything about that, but uh, he used to bring home. I had Sega Genesis at the time. He will always rent kung fu movies and video games, and he would bring them home. And uh, I remember Streets Rage uh sonic the hedgehog uh street fighter like he was just every time he'd come over he, he'd rent games from Palmer video and he'd bring over cultural movies and in a few of my idols was of course jackie Chan, the legend i just loved his stunt work man just just i, I love every movie he's he's done man this is crazy and, um bruce lee of, of course can't can't forget him um, Shaw Brothers, all the Shaw Brothers flicks were really dope, you know, and, you know, that just fed my hunger, like, just for the martial arts, and, and so, um, I always wanted to be a stunt man, like, believe it or not, like, I wanted to be a stuntman, I wanted to do stunts like Jackie Chan, I wanted to act and be funny like Chris Tucker, like, Rush Hours, like, during that time when they came out was, like, crazy, like, and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to play in movies, and and this really came from like not just dreaming it, but I, we would do. I, I used to go to a, a martial arts school. They taught Taekwondo called Shim's Martial Arts Academy in uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, off of East Jersey Street. Uh, awesome school, you know. Practically all of my family went there. I probably was the only one besides my aunt Keisha that stuck with it and got our black belts. Um, and so yeah we would do demonstrations we will go to the neighborhoods the hoods and we would put on these demonstrations and this was their way not just like in hindsight this was their way of um recruiting and and making the neighborhoods aware that hey you know we're in the community and you see the stuff we do we want y'all to come out and do it and i just remember it was so cool because like as we were prepared for these things now mind you uh i was studying martial arts, six days a week for probably, on and off for probably 10 years. Every day after school, I was over there. And big shout out to Master Vincent, man, that was the man, I mean, he used to kick my behind. Every class I would come to, I would always come, class started at four, I would come around three o'clock, three ten, and he'd be walking out the office and he, he'd do one of these like, and you know I know what that man, he wanted to star and he would kick my behind but it was like not even realizing that I was living my own Kung Fu movie, you know what I mean it's like any anybody who's watched martial arts movies and you have the annoying student who wants to be taught by the the, the the teacher who was either a drunken master or some kind of kung fu master and he would just keep denying him, denying him, denying him, denying him until he finally gave up and he trained the pupil and he trained them everything he knew and then the pupil became uh, uh, the savior of the clan or, you know, he avenged his master after getting killed, or he went and beat up somebody who slapped him, you know, when he was little and uh, was hungry or something like that. But, you know, Wasn't as dramatic, you know, he wasn't pushing me away like that. He was actually like, yo, come on, come on, come on. And he would kick my behind every day, but I didn't realize like that was, that made me better. So I was like the top guy in the school when I sparred anybody. I was in tournaments winning medals because of the practice I would have with this man every day. And I wish I could still be there with him training. You know, hopefully we'll get the lake up someday. But uh, you know, shout out to Master Vince. You know that 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 was really awesome. But needless to say, um, I, I I love doing the demonstrations. I love choreographing fight scenes. Uh, just all the things we did that were choreographed, and then we were performing in front of. Uh, a community, a live audience, and this was a type of theater. This was like the the American hood live theater version of Taekwondo and all that you see in movies. We were doing it in parks. We were doing it on sidewalks. We were doing it. Uh, we were doing it in the. Uh, we were doing it in the parks, we were doing it in the middle of the streets. We were doing it at block parties. We we were doing it, you know. Um yeah, we were we were we were doing it. Um in the neighborhood. And and I I, I really I gravitated towards that. I really did. I, I gravitated towards that. And I was like, man, I wanna play in booths. And and so you know, I'm just you know, this is just a little background about me, just just all the things are of kinda of going back to my childhood, looking at what I was good at. Uh, when I when I kinda of look at what I did before any of these things, like I was even into music, you know, not just playing the piano but, you know, I got into rapping at some point. I know everybody goes through a phase where you know they're a rapper, you know, whatever. But, you know, I really like I really wanted to tell stories, you know. One of my favorite groups is Outkast, and Andre 3000 is like one of my favorite, favorite artists, if not the best artist. And I just like the way he crafts and puts, you know, his songs together. You know, him and, and Royster Five Nine. I really like how they uh, just, just there are those who rap, and then you got your MCs. You know, these are MCs. These are master of ceremonies. These, these these guys like you look forward to when this music comes out like i remember back in the day when they still had cds um you would look forward to your favorite artist coming out like you couldn't wait till they joint drop and you was at the store buying it. you know that's when they were like 20 21 dollars a pop back in those days and so um my I got into music, it, it was it was sort of, it was more than just kind of rapping. You know, we all go through that phase where we're trying to find ourselves and we mimic the person we like or, or listen to the most. And it's so funny how you go through, like, your Wu-Tang phase or your Eminem phase or your uh, your, your, your Onyx phase. Like, you just go through these phases where you sounded like these guys because they were so influential until you really, like, get an opportunity to find your voice. But, you know... God is the creator and gifts, talents, whatever you want to call it, they all really originate and come from Him. And so, not understanding that the things that I was interested in or aspired to do back then, I still do it in some form now, but my mindset about it is different as far as the capacity I'm using and how it adds value and uh, helps the people. So, let's do a quick recap so i talked about martial arts there was music uh you could pretty much say theater uh drawing that was my really my first love my first passion like that that i feel like is like a, i felt like that was a gift because there was nobody else that i know of that drew or was an artist in my family and i the saying there wasn't i just don't know who was and I would say around the age of five, maybe six, I was drawing, like, you know, everybody loved Marvel characters, at least I did back then. And for me, like, I always, I, I always, like, replicated what I saw. Like, I would draw it, but I would enlarge it. I always, everything I always drew was enlarged on a much bigger scale. So I would draw Marvel characters. I'm talking about, like, the whole Marvel universe. I'd get the biggest piece of paper, or poster board I could find. And I would just draw it. I would just look at it. I would just look at it, and I would draw it. No formal training, no class, no nothing. You know, and it sucks. I don't have any thing to show for it today as far as what I did back then. But uh, that's what I was doing before all this, before the martial arts, before the music, but before um, you know anything else. I was always drawing, and. Ironically, that's been the most neglected gift that I have not utilized, monetized, or 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 tried to build upon. You know, and it's sad because when I did my first mural with my brother Greg Taylor um, at our first church in Rising Sun, before that, I hadn't drawn, I hadn't drew or painted anything in probably over five years. And we did a wall, I don't know, probably the size of it. was huge. It was a huge wall. And there was a cross with uh, a cloth, a red cloth on it. It was great. Paint. And I did the background. of the clouds. I did the in the rocks. Just to see the way it came out and not being in that, you know, not consistently drawing for so long, it was like, I believe we all have something that's a hidden talent, it's a treasure, it's a gift that God has given us. And, and once again, when I go back to, you know, talent to like things that man can inherited or, or aptitude to do something, whereas gifts are something that God gives you uh, and, and is used to serve. The purpose of you having it is, is to serve others, whereas your talents can be used for self-serving, you know what I'm saying, so um, I know there are gifts, talents, skill sets that a lot of people are sitting on that they just, it's up on the shelf, because life or decisions we made in life have happened, we don't have the time to, to you know, do these things anymore, we don't have the time to develop these skill sets, we, we're not in a mindset to try to Turn it into a, a business or capitalize and 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 monetize on what it is that we do. Or, or it's like, how can what I do, what God put in these hands, how can I be a blessing to the world or serve my community? Doing it. And for me, I moved around a lot. Me and my sisters moved around a lot. So um, I didn't. I I, I would kind of say I didn't really have a lot of downtime to really invest and spend my time. Like I wasn't. We weren't stable you know what i'm saying like and it's hard as a kid when you have to be uprooted once you've gotten used to a place and leave your friends leave everything you know and move somewhere else we moved around a lot so probably a lot of stuff that i did got lost in moving you know i know my mom kept a lot of things but you know, we moved around a lot and it wasn't stable, so it was hard to really stick with those kinds of things, especially with John. Um, and martial arts, you know, that kind of became my second love, you know, that was a way for me to get my frustration out and not be out here in these streets, you know, I I, I trained six days a week diligently, man. And, and you know, my parents had me in it, my grandfather did it, his kids did it, I do it, and now my kids do it, and I plan to, you know, keep teaching and doing it, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna just put myself out there for, you know, I'm a big advocate for, uh, protecting yourself and protecting your family, so if there's any body or any children or parents of children that you want your, your children, um, you want them to learn self-defense, you want them to learn how to defend themselves when they're not in your presence. You want them to, uh, you want to instill discipline or you know, you just want to get their little bad behinds out the house, you know, because they sit in front of the TV all day and play video games. You want, you want to get them moving. Um, I'm willing to do that. I teach, you know, for one, I, I teach uh, every Tuesday at 7.30 at our church. You know, it's called rest ministries, rest, uh, Restoration, Empowerment, Self-Defense, and Training. That's what rest stands for. And um, every Tuesday at 7.30, I teach our youth how to defend themselves. We're at Seven Pleasant View Road, Restoration Tabernacle, Seven Pleasant View Road, Port Deposit, Maryland. Every Tuesday at 7.30, I teach self-defense to our kids. You know? and it's it's for free, it's it's for the kids, it's to give them something to do but it's still disciplining them, and the word of God at the same time so, you know, I'm the teacher, I teach, I make the rules so God is at the center of everything, they're learning the Ten Commandments they're learning how to love one another, they're learning how to uh, they're learning how to understand how bullying is wrong, you know and and so, uh, that along with like all the other stuff that i learned to do, which was, you know, whether I was dancing, uh, whether I was rapping, um, you know, I don't know if you can say those things are necessarily talents or hobbies, but I think as I got older, I kind of saw, uh, I guess I kind of saw the direction or, or what's the word I'm looking for, like, um, it's like a lot of people like when they get saved they're like i don't know what to do i'm in the church i don't know what i'm good at but it's like okay what were you good at when you wasn't saved none of that changes it's just the motive and why you do it and who you do it for changes so you might be an awesome dancer you might be out there in the clubs tearing it up but now you you're saved and you don't go to those clubs and do those things no more it doesn't mean you can't dance it's just your approach is different now you know you might use it to glorify god and honor the lord or you might open up a dance company you know what i'm saying and and teach and this is your way of giving back to the community or or sharing your skill sets and talents or or You know, whatever the number of things it is, but whatever you was initially good at or had skill sets doing before then, they don't change really much. It's just, you know, God will give you an anointing or or he'll give you something extra to really like push that thing out and take it to heights and levels we could never have imagined or dreamed of. So, um, but again, you know, my thing was back then it was art, martial arts, music. Uh you know, pretty much, arts, martial arts, and music. And so now I'm here, you know, I, I didn't think, I would have never thought in many years I would be uh, called to the office of a youth minister. And with that, how I like the martial arts, but I also love teaching it. I think my love for being able to teach uh, people, I would say would be one of my gifts. Is, is is exhortation in teaching you know and exhortation meaning like encouraging people not only to do the right thing but to believe in themselves and to push them into like I love the people I love the people who tell me they can't do something and it's like damn you're already counting yourself out before you even have tried because you're comparing yourself to somebody who's been practicing for 10 years or somebody who's been in it for a minute and like like you're comparing your inexperience to their experience you know one of the things used to be so funny is like when i kickboxed i used to hear a lot of people say i can't do that man because i can't get hit in my face and it would be so funny it was like well i mean i wouldn't expect you to do it but at the same time when you're learning self-defense you ain't Going into a school and getting punched in the face right off the bat—I mean, that's a choice. If you want to go into competition, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, it's for you know discipline, self-defense. You know, people have different reasons for why they do it. You know, and I just happen to want to compete. You know, I had a lot of energy; had to get it out somewhere. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, with that. Um, with that being said now you know i went to school for graphic design that wasn't my intentions um but you know with the uh i guess half-hearted guidance of a teacher i spoke with at that time they figured that you know my artwork which was fine art which was classified as fine art was Uh, Maybe you should go over to this realm of graphic design, but needless to say, you know, all is not lost because, you know, I went, got my degree and graduated and it's still in a realm of art. You know, it's just, I could transfer it digitally to, you know, computer and, you know, I mean, everybody needs advertising. Everyone needs websites which i do do as well so those who are looking for a website or looking for uh marketing material or business cards whatever i do that anymore, you know and so um if i can i guess sum this up like what it is that i'm talented in and what it is that i'm gifted in i guess i'm still kind of discovering what that is really. Um, my mother used to always tell me that whatever my hands touched was blessed, and you know it was just i guess another way of saying that whatever i had set my minds to whatever my hands touched, um i excelled at it and i didn't try to do everything you know they don't get it twisted like i may have been a good football player because i was fast but i wasn't necessarily trying out for the team you don't even get me started on basketball i'm probably the only black person who ain't good at basketball like growing up in my time, in my era. Like just going to the part, like I be the one on the monkey bars doing backflips, you know what I'm saying, nine feet in the air while everybody else was playing basketball. Like I might, I be down for a game of football or soccer. You know, I love some soccer. I used to play that every day. If my teacher wasn't kicking my behind, we was playing soccer. And it was crazy because it was this empty medicine ball wrapped up in duct tape. And the goalpost was like, the, the the door the doorway which was like this freaking narrow and man not even knowing it but low-key man my footwork was getting crazy like sitting there like trying to chase him down and and, and, and copying him and watching that helped me with my footwork man in martial arts when i was in competition man i was kicking everybody they called me the headhunter i was kicking everybody inside the head just because of little stuff like like that you know what i'm saying so um yeah but um uh, when i look at it now like Probably the things that I regretted, the one thing I regretted the most that I've sat on for so long, and I couldn't tell you the slightest reason as to why, is would probably be my my drawing. My my drawing that was not just a hobby or an outlet for me, but when I was going, when I was going through, you know what I'm saying, issues and stuff with my family. That's what I would do to release. I would draw. I would sit there for hours and I would draw. It wouldn't matter where I was at, what I was doing, what was going on. If I had a pen, if I had a pad, if I had a paper, I was drawing. And I would just sit there and doodle for hours. And I neglected it for so many years. Like I just just was trying everything else, you know? You know, think about it how many of you out here right now listening that have been neglecting something that folks maybe in your family your friends around you have confirmed time and time again like yo you're good oh you can sing or or you 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 have an aptitude to to turn trash into treasure you you can you're like the guy you know what i'm saying you can Take a piece of wood and a paper clip And you can make a freaking little motor out of it You know what I'm saying Like how many, how often do people affirm and see things in you That you keep denying in yourself And you're asking yourself all the time Like what is my purpose here on earth What am I called to do And it's like it's right in your freaking face Like if you just look in your hands And look at the things you used to do You know what I'm saying Like what are you sitting on right now What are you Uh Neglecting You know what are you burying What needs to be resurrected You know what I'm saying Um, Think about it Think about it You know I guess it's one of those things Where like you ask yourself like What are you What all put here to solve a problem So then if you're not sure what your purpose is And you might want to ask questions like What do you get angry at you know what are things that you hate? What are what are things that you enjoy? What stuff stirs you up and fires you up? That 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 just it, it, it gets you there. You know what I mean? Like if I ask myself that question, like what makes me angry? Uh, bullies, manipulators. <laughs> you know, which kind of makes sense. So it's like naturally. I'm, I'm a protector, or I like to either protect or teach those how to protect themselves from people who would desire to take advantage of them. They may say, what, what, what makes me uh, happy? Or oh, what could I do for free? What could I do for free every day? You know, and, and, and love it, and, and not need a paycheck for doing it that would probably be drawing, definitely be drawing, or sitting here, helping someone, counseling someone, advising someone, just simply being there for them, uh, letting me know that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. They can do anything that they put their mind to I me. Mean, don't get in front of me and, t- like, I'm, I'm an optimist, like, don't try, don't tell me. Like, I used to be the, and I guess this is where the other gift of mine, which is the gift of faith comes from, because I used to be the type where if you tell me I couldn't do something, I went ahead and did it. And not in a mischievous, mischievous way, Just, just, I was always down to defy the narrow-minded people. Like if they said something couldn't be done, I went ahead and did it, because they might've been too scared or afraid to do it or, or wouldn't think it was possible. I was always the one to try to make the impossible possible. And so with that kind of energy, like I try to bring that to anybody I cross paths with. You know, I always like, I would like to try to help them with some type of solution as to what they can do. Cause there's always something you can do. And I, and, and, and I speak from experience, because I remember when I had my first child and we were staying in West Philly and I was like, I'm not staying here. It's too crazy out here. And I said, I don't care what I got to do. I don't care how many jobs I got to work. My baby is going to be in a nice neighborhood. Even though it was a one-bedroom apartment, it was still a one-bedroom apartment in a nice neighborhood. Multicultural, multi-ethnicities, all up in there. Nice neighbors, polite, all of that. Somewhere safe, you know, for, for my kids and, and 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 my wife to walk through, you know, that I ain't have to worry when I was at work whether or not they was gonna get home safe. I did what I had to do. And so there's no way you can tell me that your options are out and there's nothing you can do. Some people are so prideful, man, like let's, you know, talk about that area of, of life. You know making your situation better like when it comes to money like some people feel they're too good to go to a temp agency and apply for a job you know what i'm saying or or we even have that real 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 crazy kind of hustle and and know how to flip something like you know go to the dollar so gary be good for this man he'll go to yard sales and You'll find all kinds of stuff for like a dollar, two dollars and flip it and make like six, seven, eight dollars off of it. Like you got that kind of grind of hustle, man, you don't have, you don't never, you don't never be broke even if it's a penny in your pocket because you always know how to make some kind of money or make something happen for yourself. As for me, you know, in my house, you know, I just knew where I wasn't going to be and what I wasn't going to put my family in. So I found a way, I found a solution. And I think that's another thing like that stirs me up is like when there's a problem. I'm, I'm trying to find out what the solution is you know and if you're a problem solver man people will pay a lot of money a lot of money to for you to solve problems if you get with the right people and so um uh, you know again man when it comes to the talents and the gifts uh I believe like my ultimate gift, man, is just having an aptitude to learn whatever it is that my hands touch, whatever I put my mind to. But if we want to be specific, I would say, you know, being a builder of people, my name, my last name means Dixon. I mean, dub. My last name means builder. So when it comes to exhorting and encouraging, I like to build people up however I can. Somebody might want to learn how to draw. Like, cool, I teach hoops. And I might want to learn how to dance. And I might have to take myself. Like, cool, I'm down for it. I'm down for whatever is going to elevate that individual up out of their current state. If they say they can't, I'm going to say you can. And if you're willing, I'm going to show you that you can. And that's what's in me to do. And I realized that I can't. I've been put here to solve a problem. And I have many talents and many gifts. you know. It's not just one. We all have different things we're good at. It's just a matter of uh, fine-tuning and building on these things, you know what I mean? So, real uh, we'll sis, hopefully that answers the question. Uh, and so my goal has been, maybe for the past year or so, um, it has been to be self-aware uh, as a man. My mental health, my spiritual health—you know, getting that to where it needs to be. Learning my areas of weakness and trying to strengthen myself in those areas. Uh, I, I I listened to this uh, this this uh, teaching people people I think it was like Dale, Dale Carnegie, and um, I can't remember what it was, but he talked about. Uh, writing down like an affirmation, like what's your goal? Like something you can write down and you can look at every day. Like, what? what is your goal in life? What is your purpose in life? And mine is to be the best version of me I can be, fulfilling my purpose, whatever that is and so we all have assignments you may hear people say you know god has assigned me or called me uh or assigned me to do a thing so you gotta understand assignments have a start and an end date you might have been assigned to a person you might have been assigned to a job and that assignment's over so it's on to the next you know it's not necessarily like your overall purpose you know that might just be an assignment that's you know uh a part um it just might be an assignment that's uh uh, a part of that uh part of that purpose and so um you know I, i quite to be honest i haven't found that purpose yet and there's still things that i haven't like pushed myself to the max and stepped out on a lot of people have fear of failure i think my Fear has been fear of success. And, you know, God hasn't given me the spirit of fear. So this is just a doubt. This is just me not believing that all the things I pray for are quite possibly that God can't do it or won't do it or won't keep me doing it. And why I say that because what good is a hammer, nail and all the materials you need for the house? What good are they if you don't use that? And so what good is the things that God has given me if I don't use them? And he talks about the talent of the, the, the man that was given the five talents, the one that was given the three, and the one that was given the one. The one with the five talents doubled up and made 10, the master was pleased. The one with the three doubled up and had six, the master was pleased. The other one say, you know, he was scared. He was lazy, he was disobedient. He basically was like, I know you didn't sow, I know you you harvested where you had not sown. And I was afraid, so I buried the talent. So, you know, here it is. And he was like, you wicked and lazy servant. Like, if you knew I harvested where I hadn't planted, why did you invest that talent into the bank where I could have collected interest on it? And he took that one and gave it to the one with 10. And I always said to myself, man, I want God, even though he's not an Indian giver, I'll say more so, like, I don't want to lose what God has given me and have to sit back and watch those who put the work in and be jealous of them because they put the work in. You know, I was listening to John Maxwell earlier when we was painting and he was saying that a lot of people want to do the stuff that successful people do, but do they want to do the things that the successful people did to get that type of success? And so I'll be the first to say, you gotta be dumb loco stupido to be envious jealous of something that somebody else has but you don't want to do what that somebody did to get what they had like you're really that foolish to think that you're entitled to something that somebody worked their tail off for years to get and that you're just supposed to arrive and get what they got and you got people out here like that They just their mind is just jacked up they don't want to do the work. And it's crazy because it'd it be those same like people that they don't, they don't have the imagination to, to have any kind of vision. And so when they see somebody trying to build something from the ground up, it might not look nothing like, look like anything at first, but they're already kind of knocking you for cause or whatever reason they might be trying to compare you to the next person or they just they just they 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 just don't know better they knew better they do better but they don't so they where they at and they're going to try to be the crab at the bottom of the barrel pulling as many people down as they can and so you know it's all about being aware of self, and and I want to be smarter. I, I want to be more efficient. I want to be more economical. I want to be a better steward of my time. I want to be a, a, a awesome steward of the millions I'm going to come into. I want to be a steward of my spiritual life. I want to be a good steward of my words because you know we're going to be judged for every word that comes out of our mouth. There's stuff we can't take back. I'm a firm believer wanna say what you mean to me, what you say. And if you say something to me and it and, and that's what you meant, I ain't no sorry. You know, I might be you know, please forgive me, but it's like, look, man, ain't nobody making you say the stuff you say. Ain't nobody making you do the stuff you do. And so can you really blame somebody? Everybody has free will. Just like I have the freedom. To choose whether or not I'm gonna make the most of every opportunity with the gifts and talents that God has given me to be a blessing to this world, to solve a bunch of problems before I leave here and leave a legacy for my kids, or I can sit back and be lazy and fold my hands. I can make an excuse for why I can't, for what I don't have, instead of using what I got. And so I'm still on this on this path to discovering what my purpose is, but I think I have a I have a good starting point. And I told my brother to hold me accountable and I'm challenging all my listeners here to hold me accountable as well. That from this point on, 2020, I'm going to be the best artist I can be. I'm in competition with myself. I'm not in competition with anybody, nobody. That's my first love. That's where I'm gonna start. That's what I've been doing since I was little. That's the only thing I can identify with right now that You know, if I could just narrow anything down, that's what I've been doing. That's what I did. And so, you know, my prayer is that God would take me to heights I couldn't even dream of. I mean, there was this one dude, I mess with my brother about this all the time. There was this one guy who sold a painting for over like a hundred million. I think he's the first artist living that sold a painting for that much. I don't even know what it was. I just heard about it. I'm like, yo, bruh. That that's that, that's your hundred million right there. Why you bullcrapping for? Where them paintings at? And I'm gonna put him on blast too, cause he always got an excuse for why he didn't do at that time, why he ain't had nothing. But he has been doing good, you know. Shout out to Greg Taylor, you know, also known as Sketch. You know, he, he's been doing better. But I stay on his behind because I believe in him and I believe in what he does. And you know, he's one painting away. He's one pain away from that that million, from his life changing forever. Just like you're one client away. You're one uh, prayer away. You're one, uh, let me take what I got and blessing this person away. Like you're one person away from the rest of your life changing for the better if you position yourself for the promise and you're ready for the opportunity when it comes so i need to take my tail to bed i'm glad that whoever felt that this was of some kind of value or worth something i pray that it blesses you and that that question if you have that question if you don't know what you're good at or what your talents or your gifts are then ask those questions you know what stirs you up? What makes you angry? What what makes you happy? What makes you sad? What have you been doing since you were little? What has people affirmed or confirmed in you time and time again that you just refuse to move on? What if, What are they saying? Like, yo, you should do that, or yo, you're good, you're awesome, or this product is great, or your cooking is lovely, you dance, you sing, whatever. You know, there always have been indicators. It's just our mindset hasn't been tuned into them, you know? So, you know, those are my thoughts. You know, those are what I think my talents and gifts are so far. But uh, subscribe, share, comment uh, to the podcast. Please, you know, if you if, 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 if this is a blessing to you, please support the a podcast by, you know, love offering, donation, whatever. The, the link is in uh, the website when you click here on the podcast. Uh, and as always, man. Make the most of every opportunity, add value to somebody else's life, and keep God first. This is Daryl Dixon signing.